This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Thursday 12th of October 2023. And in this evening's show, we catch up on the latest goings-on since the last pod, including reactions to Derby, Charlton and Liverpool under-21s last night. And we also look at Stevenage at home this coming Saturday. I'm Jeff Spall. This is the Seaside's podcast Extra Time Show. No curiosity, no party. No curiosity, no party. No curiosity, no party. It was proved to be correct, wasn't it? Andy. Take him out of the team. What happens? Andy, you were the prophet there. The question is are you getting that chant going? Obviously, Mr. Regazino appears to be on a plane somewhere. So it's up to you boys in the uh, fever pitch library that is the south stand to get this going so do, do you accept the challenge sorry sorry the library this is where the ultras are <laughs> we have to take on the away fans you can't hear them in and all do you know the, the, the derby game i saw on one of their vlogs and they were really loud weren't they but mm-hmm. that did not come across at all from the, the north and northwest to be fair, John, I think if if we were going away and we were three one up, I think we'd be loud as well. It's easy while the game's going well to to be loud, but you know, come on, they, they are they were good, they were good. To be fair, they were good, but but I think we'd have all been good at th- winning three one away from home. Could have been two two quite easily that game. What was, um, that, one they, what was that one they had about? We're going to dance in a minute where they just went. And they all started dancing. I quite like that one. Again, didn't hear that. No, it's all the blur in the north, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, honestly, the think, acoustics must be a, terrible. At that I end. think they have a song that goes like I don't know the exact wording, but it's a, they bounce around. Yeah, and they, if, you, if you don't bounce, you're a red or something aimed at forest. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so everyone's got to bounce to prove they're not uh, a forest fan. I think, to be fair, the cre- I give him credit, it was, it was quite nice to have a, a, well, it wasn't nice, but, you know, it's it's variety to have a club that doesn't just have exactly the same songs as everyone else, you know? Yeah, true. That's very true. And there wasn't a lot more to do. There was Johnny <laughs> in that game, what's the bit? What are they singing? Yeah, it, 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 you, you've just said, though, John, 
it could have been two two, and that that one hits the underneath of the bar, goes over the line, and you're uh, different game, isn't it? It was different game. Yeah, it could have been could have been quite different had that gone in. It'd have been Charlton esque almost, wouldn't it? Well, that's the difference in the question I've seen asked several times on social media of what does Carey do? And the answer is he almost wins games. <laughs> almost isn't good enough. <laughs> that's a that's a theme, isn't it? That's a theme for us. We yeah yeah we we too many almost and and so. Let's hope when he puts Kowasi back in on from the start. On Saturday, Andy, it's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. He doesn't he, do the popular thing. I think. I think his windows might go in if he didn't play him on Saturday. Well, we don't want to be making. We no, don't no, no, I'm, not, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> Disgraceful. Someone needs to borrow a, a catapult that may or not have been used to put some windows through. <laughs> anyway, everybody, um, yeah, welcome to everyone on YouTube and on Tinternet. Um, we are coming on a Thursday. It's been a bit of a gap since our last pod. Numerous reasons why various members couldn't make it on Sunday. So this is the only day we could have done. Um, just a quick get well soon to Mr. Nick Smith, who I think, Matt, you have been a postman, haven't you? In, uh, in between jobs, Nick has succumbed to the arduous life of a postman and sustained yeah, quite a bad injury from it, doing it one it's, week. It's, it's definitely a young man's occupation where Nick doesn't really qualify, isn't it, really? I'm surprised he's actually got something like that. I thought knowing Nick and his uh, culinary habits, he might have got gout or something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wish him a speedy recovery. We do. Anyway. Yeah, if you're watching Nick, get well soon. Um, a first-class recovery. Well, while we're talking about that, I think we should uh, um, we should send uh, our best wishes to Andy Lyons' family and to Owen Dale's family um, for what's been horrendous sort of week or two for both of them. But um, I can't imagine what it feels like to be in Owen Dale's shoes now and. Um, and having been been where where Andy Lyons is, that's uh, just not a nice situation either. So, uh, our best wishes to the families of both um, both those um, young men. Yeah, well said. Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must have been awful for a pair of them, and to to come back in that game against Liverpool, I think it showed great strength of of character from from the pair of them. I know I certainly couldn't have done what played football with men you know, going through what Dale's gone through. So, um, yeah, big up so in and yeah. It shows what football is yeah. that we get, we get really worked up about it and we get so wound up about the professionality of it and so on. And I've no idea what went through Owen Dale's head on that day, but the fact he wanted, and I assume he wanted to play shows that what it is, it's a game that, that you, love and you you know when when we were kids we played football and you escaped from the world and you it was like a it was like a sort of a dream world you could go into playing football and you know when we were kids you were getting away from homework and shit at home and stuff and he shows what football really is that you wanted to play that game and you wanted to go out and be on the pitch and I think we we often forget that we forget a that players are people 
and I'm as guilty as anyone for writing, you know, stupid, snidey descriptions of them. Well, we all, we all are, Mitch. Don't beat yourself up about that. We all, we all do it, don't we? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying I'm, not, you know, I'm not lecturing anyone. And second, forget that it's a game. That's what it is. You know. Yeah. Well, you look at Israel and Gaza events yeah. over the past few days, and you, you do realise how sort of insignificant it is in the, the grand scheme of things, don't you? Yeah. Okay. After yeah. that, just wait till we get to the bit about Critch not picking Kawasi. <laughs> <laughs> so I've already made my voodoo doll of him here, and I'm ready to pull a few fingers off. Okay, um, everybody, welcome. Sorry, sorry, Matt, go on. So I was going to say, pull his fist off. <laughs> <laughs> or sort of half tear it off and when he does do the fist pump the fist flies <laughs> off into the north it's the rabid pit of dogs that is the north stand right everybody welcome to the stream apologies um thanks for joining us everybody who's out there Sakir is on the subs bench this evening he's uh, he's obviously on the stream and he's washing his hair tonight can't get the glitter out i think that's reference to a stage event at the labor party conference wasn't it Anyone see that? I'm going to have time for this when he's PM. That's the question. Oh, yeah, <laughs> have to send one of his subordinates in, Moni, or his, or his home help, or his cleaner, or his gardener. <laughs> can afford all of them. Yeah, he can. His money. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and let's get Tim off. Let's get this. Banner on Blackpool one, Derby County three. I've just penned it. We're not going to go through into this in much detail as it was so long ago. But I've just put pool outclassed or victims of a smash and grab. Who wants to jump on that? I don't think it was either, personally. Okay, fair enough. Go on. Um, I thought it was. It was like we'd gone back about three or four weeks, wasn't it? I personally thought. Um, we were all expecting a certain striker to be playing, and he didn't. And we ended up playing a bit more of pedestrian pace. To uh, first half was a, almost a non-event, really. Um, and it was like it was a few weeks ago, the early part of the season. And I think we just—I don't know—we had some sort of momentum going into the game, and then we just sort of lost it pretty much. And it was almost. It was. A, I thought, from Derby's perspective, it was like a, a classic away performance. I thought they they just did everything right. They sort of saw what we had, realised it wasn't actually that much, and then waited for us to make the mistakes, and, and they just pounced on us. And you know, three classic away, you know, goals weren't they on the break? Um, and yeah, disappointing, obviously. But um, I, I thought they were. You know, they were the better team overall, in my opinion, because of the way they just approached everything. Were they the best team we've faced this season, Mitch? I think they, yeah, I think they were very good at what they did. I think that there's an argument to say it was even, but I think they wanted the game to be the way that it played out. Um, And I've mentioned before on here that the, the fellow who sits next to me, one of my fellow South Stand Ultras, is I enjoy sitting next to him. He's he's good. He's got an intelligent view of the game. And I I said to him, God, this is boring. This first half, isn't it? And we were just kind of chatting like it was a pre-season game, but nothing was happening. 
And he said, they're not going to do anything. 60 minutes, they'll switch on. And he scored on 57, you know, and it was exactly as he said it, it would be. And you could see that that's what they'd come to do. They'd come going, right, come on, let's sit deep, you know, two two lines, low block or whatever, and let's frustrate them because they'll they'll get they'll get frustrated, they'll lose their discipline, they'll try and break us down and we'll pick them off. And they did exactly that. And um, they were clinical as hell as well. I mean those breakaways were superb. Those breakaways looked like the attacking force from a higher division. And I also noticed when they made the subs, they had that sort of horrible telltale thing of, you know, coming off number and six, such and such a body, coming on a play you've actually heard of. And that in League One, that's always quite worrying. It means one of two things. It means they're bringing on clapped-out has-beens who are hopeless, or they're actually bringing on good players, and they were bringing on good players. And like when they brought Barkhouse and all, I just thought, oh, no. And mm. that's exactly as it turned out to be, because he is a good player, and he's not a has-been. Um, and they brought Wagon and the current with the other one, but it was somebody else that was like, oh, no, he's good. And I think that they... Corey they, and they had a depth of squad and the way they enacted their game plan was perfect and and the way they executed their chances they were lethal like you know I felt sympathy for Grimmy with that sort of tidal weight of Derby players pelting towards him and I think they probably were the best team they were the best football team or the best aesthetically perhaps we've played but probably the most effective team we've played in that game yeah do you want me to illustrate what you've just said there via the medium of momentum graph Mr. Oh, I'd love that John I'd well, love there we go so <clears throat> momentum graph there states absolutely jack all happened in the first sort of 20-25 minutes I think that rings true doesn't it Um, we were on the ball, pressing, attempting to press. We had quite a lot of the ball second half. And you look at these three, maybe four big spikes there, bang, 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 goal. And I think um, you look at the XG graph as well, uh, stats 2.46 XG to them, 0.61 to us, but look how much of the ball we've had. This is one for Tim, actually, isn't it? He's always said loads of the ball and doing F all with it, or words to that effect. And... Right, time to call the manager out, isn't it? Go on, man. Oh, it is. Well, let's, let's have a look right, at... Um... Things, are going, Go things are going right. Things are going right. Okay. And then he messes about. As Tim said there, Andy, gifted the game by changing a winning team and particularly the attacking threat, which Kelly's, Kelly's put there. You could see what we we're trying to do, but to put Dembele up against the likes of Curtis Nelson was never going to work. Absolutely, Kelly. Can I be devil's advocate in the style of his talk sport presenter that just disagrees with people because that's... <laughs> in the... Disagree away. I, I could see what he was doing with Dembele because I had my doubts because Kowasi's been brilliant and I'm not saying Kowasi wouldn't have, have worked, but I could see why you wouldn't put Kowasi up against Curtis Nelson because it, I almost feel like, well, what Curtis Nelson wants us to do is ping the ball long at a big lad because he he'll he'll marshal that all day. We had Curtis Nelson, and what he didn't like was skillful players getting around him and making him turn. He's got the turning circle of the proverbial oil tanker, um, 
and I could see what he was trying to do, and I felt like it just didn't work. And I and and I also feel like I've been tearing my hair out about his unwillingness to play creative players, and I'm not going to slate him for them playing Carey and Dembele in the same team because that's what I've been that's what I've been slating him. Going, why are you playing all the functional players? Why don't you play Flair? He did play Flair. It just didn't work. Um, I'm not disputing that he got it right, but I am saying in this instance, I could see what he was doing. Like when we played Lincoln away, I was apoplectic because I was like, wait, you've put no creativity on the pitch. I have no idea how we're supposed to win that game. I could see how he was trying to win the game. We just didn't win it, you know? I think... I think <clears throat> sorry, go on, Andy. This is, this is though, he's been searching for the for the winning formula, if you like, more... Who's been searching for it? He finds it, and then messes with it, and and that's that's what finds us frustrating. I I can see what he's trying to do, but by putting Dembele in, it forced us back to the early season. Bloody knock it around, knock it around, knock it around at the back, which is why we had sixty percent possession. We didn't have sixty percent of good possession. We had sixty percent of possession, and and and. You know, we'd won with 30 at, at Barnsley, but it just defies logic to me. I just think, so just if it's going well, stick with it as much as you possibly can, with our squad anyway. Like, if you're lucky enough to have more, you know, a lot of jewels in your uh, in your bag, if you like, and you can pull out another great player and another great player, then fine. But we haven't. We're looking for a winning formula and, and we, we got it. Mm. Stuck it back in the vein. Frustrating. Frustrating. Mm. Because because we we were we just had two wins, so we were looking for an, you know the third win. And as always, with being a Blackpool fan, half the time it's a hope that kills you. And, and uh, <laughs> you, we, we walked in there and you could almost, I suppose, we almost in one silly way thought we, we, uh, we'd lose that. And, and we bloody did. It was a Tuesday night as well, Matt. Which, yeah. Uh, we never, yeah, ever I, win. I, no, I, I saw some stats and I think they were doing the rounds after the game, weren't they? Where, um, I can't remember what they were, but it's just horrific. But the irony is just before we finish on, on this particular match that talking about Dembele, I thought he actually had his best five or ten minutes and then he hoiked him off, didn't he? And I thought we were just getting the ball to him and he was... He made a couple of decent runs and a couple of three passes and all the rest of it, and then he made that decision. So he'd literally just set up Dukes for the goal, and then he yeah, pulled him up. Yeah, bizarre. And, and as we said before, we <clears throat> having having said all of everything there, if Kerry it's the underside of the bar and it comes down and it goes in, then we we've got a totally different last ten fifteen minutes, haven't we? Because their goal, third goal, was only because we we put, pushed everybody forward we could, and mm. um, so at two all it's a completely different game. But yeah, was, I'll, I'll tell you what did frustrate me about Gritch in the game. That, sorry, Andy, I thought you'd finished. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on, go on. It's fine. What did you, you you're like now? We're on frustration about Critch. Go for it. Now, what did frustrate me about Critch about in the game, having defended the selection, was that what was patently not working was having Dembele as sort of a notionally as a striker, and you've got Carey and Dembele, and I was like, I was going thinking, do some play around with him. You've got two players there that are kind of 
floating sort of looking for a position kind of player. Swap them. Bring Dembele deeper. The point of Dembele is to get the ball at his feet and run at people, kind of like the point of, of Bowler. So pull push Carey up because he can do that and bring Dembele deeper and, and find that if you're going to play him, then you've got to get the ball to him. But he was isolated for a lot of the game. So his in-game management frustrated me as much as I've defended the initial or the idea of the initial setup. Um, and and that's that's the thing, isn't it? I think I've said it before, but that's the thing with Gretsch is you get probably first-class coaching, first-class planning, first-class working with the recruitment team, first-class structure. You, you get a lot of good, but you always end up going about how sometimes he reads the game. But, yeah, we've lost the game Tuesday night. No surprises. Surprises there. Tim's just yep. said, um, drop the player uh, who was actively involved in every goal of that streak. I think he's talking about Kwasi there. He's, he said that comment on Facebook. And he's also ranting on YouTube there. Look, he's, oh. he's, he's, he's got two <laughs> accounts on the go. <laughs> <laughs> There's only three Tim Fieldings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is his uh, backroom staff at the uh, conference who are all over. Does he have a, does he have a different corporate photo for every account? <laughs> Maybe it's an AI Tim. Maybe it's AI Tim Bot 2.0. MM, harsh. Carey isn't the answer. Sorry, barn door comes to mind. He, he kind of hits the hinges on the barn door all the time, doesn't he? Mm. Did the same against Charlton. So let's move on. We could have a podcast on carry all on its own, probably, couldn't we? You could. Would you like a Sonny Carey fact? Would you like a Sonny Carey fact? Mitch, down to tack, maybe? Of all the players, apart from the strikers, Carey has had most shots and most shots on target, right? So every other midfielder is less of an attacking threat than Carey. In the last... This isn't a fact, more of an opinion. In the last three or four times he's played, I think it's three times he's played, he had that ridiculous effort away at Wickham when he came on. It was outrageous where he took that ball on, I think he was on the bounce, and he and he sort of, it was, it was an unbelievable shot. He had that effort against Charlton that was, that was brilliant, that was somehow kept out, and he's hit the bar. The lad is not getting the bounce of the ball. The lad is not being lucky. Of our entire squad, he has... By a quite a margin, when you look at compared to midfielders, he has the best passing accuracy. He's also the least likely player to hit a long ball in the team. So I can see why he's there. And I thought against Charlton, he was absolutely immaculate. And I thought when we took him off the pitch against Charlton, he fell apart. I'm not arguing that Carey is playing well, but I can see what Carey is and what he has. And if one of those efforts goes in, I think he's going to hit more. So I have also picked him as the player that I will hear nothing against, so that's full disclosure. <laughs> I always have one of those. <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit disappointing that start zero goals, zero assists, ten matches started. He's not started ten matches. Well, don't shoot the messenger. Maybe Can maybe been started. involved in ten matches. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not that that includes coming on with like three minutes to go. Right. Started ten matches. Would you like to write to the good people of FotMob and tell them to change that label? Well, I will. <laughs> I clearly will. There's another player I just go there. 
Yours angrily from Lancaster. He goes goes from stat attack to Mitch attack. Yeah, that's it. Mob mob attack. There's a hole in my heart where Gary drove his Range Rover through it. So, you know, I feel like Kwasi belongs to everyone. I can't claim him as my own. So, you know, it's going to have to be. And, and I think Jimmy is a general cult hero. So it's going to have to be Sonny, isn't it? It sounds a bit like Sully. Where's he playing now? Cambridge. Oh. Yeah. Played him this season, then. Played him. Right, let's move on to Charlton. I've... I've put the banner up there. Charlton 2, Blackpool 2. I was took me a few days to get over this, to be honest. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Um, this is perfectly illustrated by the match notes I've made. I'm showing this to the camera now. Um, I put goal, Dembele, picks pocket, holds off defender, and blam, what a finish. Um... And I was so distraught when the first and then equaliser went in. There's no more. There's no more entries on there. I couldn't face writing anymore. <laughs> Talk about a kick in the bollocks. It was. It was a kick the cap moment, wasn't it? It really was. It just frustration beyond belief. Like that, we can't kill a game off at two 0 up. With 10 minutes to go, less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes to go. It's just, like, so frustrating. Like, I I can't imagine that any of those players in that change room or the manager or any of the fans who travelled there or watched it wouldn't be anything but massively frustrated at that. Did we lose this on the substitutions? Um a lot of people are saying he, he has pre prearranged minutes when the subs come on that they must come on at X Y Z time. Not sure I agree with that, but what I do know, or what in my opinion, that Marv had to come on in that game as he did in the previous, which was that game where he came on and saw it out when we beat um oh, I forget last home game last home win. Um, that's right yeah he, he, he did really well to help see the game out he did, yeah. see off the aerial threat and when that trucks and EK came on he was a massive handful I he, think he, he turned changed, the game yeah. he changed it didn't he and Critchley did, did they react were, yeah they went more direct to him didn't they they could see that he was he was capable of bullying you know husband and uh, Casey um, which is pretty much what he did and we, we just yeah we, we could have just almost match for match couldn't we we just sort of could have brought Marv on and then that would have just been a case of right just just make sure you sit with him after the next however long he was on the pitch for but I mean it, 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 subs obviously didn't help and he, you know they scored their two goals after that um, it's one of those isn't it where I think anyone after that derby game would have said yeah we'll, we'll take a point at Charlton absolutely and then when you get 2-0 up like you say it's, it's a big kick in the what's it's isn't it when you is that first goal? Is it? I, mean, I don't think anyone's too miffed about the second goal. He's that's a world. It was a great goal, yeah. Um, but the, it's the first goal, and the, and the fact that we left ourselves so wide open, right when we two nil up. I mean, like we don't we 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 critical of him for sitting back and sitting back and sitting back at one nil as he did at Barnsley, but you can see why. But 
Like, I think even he was frustrated with the players for for uh, not covering themselves a bit. I think what he'd be frustrated about. I think what he'd be frustrated about is you go back a couple of three years. We were the masters of the last ten or fifteen minutes of games, weren't we? When we were a goal up or whatever. I mean, nobody got a sniff, and whether we just are not good enough or what I don't know if it's a mindset or something I'm not sure you know we're a bit nervous because we're up away from home or something everything it's just not clicking yet is it overall so this is probably just a you know another one of those we can put in that particular group can't we can I play to type there and say that that two or three years ago one of the most abiding memories was um Medine pulling Cruyff turns in the corner at Peterborough away, and we had a certain, <laughs> yeah. we had a certain nous about us that maybe we, we we lack in the way that we do that. And I think um, Dembele coming on worked. I mean, he scored a goal, and it was the, the classic bring the whip it on for the breakaway. Fine. Morgan was an odd substitution because after having said, well, at the end, in the beginning, football's just a game. We should remember that. It is slightly hypocritical of me to then be critical of the fact that Morgan came along on and sort of pelted round as if he was absolutely desperate to show the valley what he could do. And I thought we pulled us I thought we lost a lot of shape. I thought, you know, Harry had played quite a disciplined game and just knitted it together and just done, you know, what what he does and, and we'd kept the shape and, and Morgan came on and belted around and ran all over the place. And and that that for me was was a problem, as was what we've already said. The fact that we didn't really react with an EK who was who was proper bullying us, but he was classic. I mean, we, we've literally had Appleton as manager. But if you go back to, do you remember the um, Lincoln away game in the promotion season where we absolutely decked him for about sixty minutes, um, and I think. I think Sully nearly scored a wonder goal. Like he had one where he, he like thirty yard of the hit the bar or something, and it was one of them games where we could have been five nil up, and then suddenly Lincoln just came alive, and we couldn't get the ball, and we ended up drawing that game at Lincoln. Mm. Um, and how many games did he do that with us? Like Burnley away, we would. We were like they, we look like a League One side, and they look like top of the Premier League. And then he chucks big gals on and moves bowler around, and suddenly with the were were brilliant. Appleton and Preston game that twenty minute blitz against Preston at home where we were suddenly world class. If you can say one thing for Michael Appleton, he has form for for managing sides that look in the same game really really average, and then suddenly come to life and look world beating. We saw it. You know, we saw it with us, and we've seen it before against him. And I felt a bit like that happened. That's when the throws tactics in the bin, and then go with some else. <laughs> well, oh, please, yeah. oh, please, Colin. <laughs> Colin Appleton's favourite son. As for the goal. Um, I've put lovely interchange between Tomo and Jimmy. Rhodes peels off his mark and finishes with a plum. Um, when that ball was fed to Jordan Rhodes, it was only going to end up one place, wasn't it? Not yeah, Rose Ed. I, I, I don't know how many sort of goals you're going to see like that with a with a left footed left back, a uh, left wing back this year. You know, it was 
it was as he should be, wasn't it, really? He got two left footers on the left-hand side and crossing the ball in, and there you go. Um, odd, but it works, isn't it? <laughs> Big up to Tomo, actually. I thought he played well. I thought he played yeah, very well. Absolutely. He did. Gave us a lot better balance, I thought, personally. And for a guy who's, what, what was his last appearance? Derby in the Cup, was it, possibly? Like that, did yeah. he play at Wolves yeah. as well? He's played well in every game I've seen this season. I saw him at Southport as well. He played really well there uh, pre-season. Yeah. He's got a lot to prove, I think, for a lot of a lot of us, but I think he's he can only do what he did on uh Saturday Charlton and, and make the manager think about the next team selection harder. Um, because nobody's uh nobody should be a shoo-in at the moment because nobody's really deserved of it. So Hopefully he's uh, he's giving him food for thought, really, because I thought he played played well. Do you remember me a couple of pods ago talking about the cutback from instead of firing it across, cut it back for a runner around the penalty yeah. spot? There you go. There's yeah. there's that that's the they they cover off the the central defenders. I'm sure a, a court taught to cover off the ball straight across. So they keep the line of where the ball's being delivered from. They keep that line. And the the one behind them is their problem because and that was on that Andy, that was Derby's first goal as well. Yeah. Because I, I was literally watching the sort of immediate man and they, they, they cut that back and they had two runners in and we we lost both of them back. Yeah. And to be fair, that that's where somebody like the class of Jordan Rhodes tell because he was where the centre arms were, and within a blink of an eye, he'd lost both of them, yeah. two yards. Knew what was going to happen, and 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 took it away like a like the good striker he is. But he'd, he'll make those runs probably all the time. But it's whether we got somebody who can actually cut it back. Um, it's, like it's, really true. Them, it? it's really true what you say, Matt. What Jordan Rhodes can do in two steps is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air is a crime. <clears throat> Fuck me through up. I've had a I've had a bargain bang chippy tea from seniors just as a ridiculous aside. Ten quid, four jumbo sausages, two massive portions of chips, and four sides. For yourself? Yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good effort. Yeah, it's fed two others and two dogs. So yeah, <laughs> and I've got a piece of it stuck in me throat now. Right, I'm going to use these notes because I've written them. How long has it been in your mouth if it's only just like... <laughs> must have just regurgitated it. Ah, it's come from below. <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a cow chewing the cud. <laughs> and the fourth sausage has gone down. Yeah. Two stomachs. I've, I've made a note here about CJ doing great defensive work in the first half, coming out the ball and turning defence into attack. Now, I have noticed this. He's doing a bit more on the defensive front in recent games. So big up to CJ as well. It was a stick to beat him with defensively, but I think he's uh, he's putting himself about a bit more now. He's doing really well. After I said there is no way that CJ is going to be able to play that position and there's absolutely no point. And, he, and he's actually, I think, pretty much since said that, he's had five actually really good games out of six which is more than acceptable for any player. So, fair play to the lad. Olay. Your universe psychology's worked. And if he could cut the ball back like husband did, instead of firing it at 150 mile an hour across the area, it'd be even better, wouldn't it? Well, my point was that 
my point was that he would do that for bowler. But he, yeah, only, yeah, yeah. he only seems to do that off the left-hand side. Yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? So, yeah, so so he's a left footer. And, I mean, and he's off the right, though. Yeah, he does. He does. When when a certain uh, a certain um, Kuasi is his name mm-hmm. and nods it on. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let's let's go through a few of the viewers' comments. Read the Charlton game. Let's start with this one from Dennis. Critch, make sure players are all getting their appearance money. Or money always did it before. Surely not. Um, Tim I'd say Critch has cost us six points with crap selections and subs it ain't good enough yeah it doesn't come across grammatically much of a wordsmith pardon the interruption Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon support program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash Pod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio. You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters WhatsApp group, which is good fun, and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod let's get back to the content see you later myth on the comments does he as he does in real life <laughs> it ain't good enough no puff full stop after subs are you talking about your grammar there tim it ain't good enough um a joke you want aside bob stingers just said i went to charlton we didn't sit back and we had several chances carry at the bar again and should have buried one um, we just got to a time when they were pushing hard um, and, and this one for all the shit we gave Appleton standing motionless and passionless here when he got when they got their second he was giving it big into the pull the big and full of passion towards our end and if you want to go why wouldn't he that, yeah <clears throat> he did come in for a lot of shit off us did he so I'm sure we did. Yeah, I've 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 said my opinions unpopular, but I've said that he was hard done by, and I will I will stick by that. I think me, I think probably me, and probably Phil Reiki were joint presidents of the Appleton is hard done by club, and you know it's not a it's not a massive club. We'll be honest, you know, but it is a, it is an opinion. Um, and I, I can totally understand why you'd feel like going, oh, fuck off to us. He owes us nothing. And then revealing his Prussian tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Back to the game then. Dembele's goal. What strength. 
shown by such a, a player of slight stature, finished with a plomb. It was, it was like, I was going to say, it's like a mini Tony Yeboa, wasn't it, the finish? <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was he's 20 yards near and six inches smaller, but it was similar in many ways. He's a lovely player in that he he just tries really, I don't know, sometimes weird things, and he just seems to make them work. Um, he's... He is he is potentially that little bit of magic, isn't he? That that we've said we haven't got that sort of. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. That um, not in. Oh, we need Tim here. That um, it ain't sort of, it. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that idiosyncratic sort of um, non-standard kind of player that does weird shit that the other team can't predict. Um, unorthodox like, is that one? Yeah, unorthodox. That was the word I was I was struggling for. Um, I feel like he might cost us a goal or two at times this year. He did give yeah. the ball away a lot, Mitch, as well when he when he was up there. But, and but that... look, you 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 can't say oh we lack we lack creativity and then say oh but the creative play gave the ball away. I, being serious about Carey for a moment, I want Carey to lose the ball a bit more because that'll show that he's trying to pass forward and he's trying to sort of thread balls and he's taking a few more risks and he's 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 playing with a bit more confidence. Um, and and Dembele kind of would worry if Dembele had a game of 100% successful passes and, you know, just nice, neat layoffs because I feel like we wouldn't really, that wouldn't really be the point of Dembele. Bowler, how many pods did we do where we basically went, oh, Josh Bowler, what do you get out of Josh Bowler? Sometimes he gives the ball away and sometimes puts us under pressure. Yeah, but sometimes he runs the length of pitch and pops it in the top corner and we all go mental and we win the game where we wouldn't have otherwise won it because he's done something that nobody else can do on the pitch and nobody can stop him doing. And Dembele is the one player he's really excited he gets the ball and you're like ooh the ball just goes near him and you think he might do something you know yeah. um, it was you know a great goal and, and hopefully we can work him into the team somehow somewhere on a more regular basis because I still can't quite see where he fits because he certainly doesn't fit where he played against Derby I think that's a, and is, is he a last half an hour in in the, in our in sort of our best team or our best setup, is he a, is he a last half an hour player better than like a full game? You know, sometimes these games are tough for twenty twenty five minutes, half an hour, and and they're really tough before the game starts to open up a little bit, and mm. and maybe we need a bit more strength on the pitch during those times. Well, I mean, he's he's not a wing back in a million years. He might be a winger, but he's not a wing back in a million years. Um, I'm not convinced he's a striker. In a-, a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Conventional sense. He's certainly not an eight or a six. I think what he might be, where I might play him, would be 
sort of, if I was really going for it, is an advanced midfielder just to basically go all over the place. Do you remember when we did the gravity play thing? Mm. About, you know, and I think Dembele is the nearest thing we have. If you just went, just go and go everywhere, but you'd have to be, you'd have to be willing to say to everybody else, right, it's nine against 10. He's going to go absolutely all over the pitch. The rest of you stick to your shape. And I'm not sure that's Critch's plan, uh, is it? And if we can't shoot him all, shoot him into the, into the team. You can always um, be a mascot as well, can't he? Or look out of place. <laughs> It's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because I, I still feel as though, as well as Dembele, like I don't think we've seen anything of Weir yet either. And and he came with a decent reputation. He scored a dozen goals for Morecambe last year at this level, set set a dozen goals up as well or something. So he's not quite hit the ground running. I don't know where he fits into things either. Um, it, I can only assume that it really probably comes down to this formation that we're playing and they just can't, as you say, you can't shoot all these players in and, and they've just got to find a way because we just never know how good he's going to be if we don't play him for the next 25 games or whatever. I mean, he's he's not had a lot of game time. I and mean, Yeah, Dembele's a funny one. Uh, he, he just looks really, really good with the ball at his feet. But how many times are you going to get the ball at his feet against, let's be honest, a lot of physical... League One sides, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, I think, you know, he's. He, I don't think he's... Probably fully match fit. He's had a, a bit of period away out of um, out of UK football, so it's probably a less physical as well, perhaps. Dare I say it? So I hope that he gets stronger, and you know, things um, we see a lot more of him, a lot more minutes. But I don't know whether he's going to just be a like you say, Andy, a 30, 30 minute sort of player or, or a sixty minute sort of player, depending on the situation. How did you all feel when? Corey Blackett-Taylor floated that one in to the, the top corner. I was I was just open-mouthed, staring into space. Like a, an out-of-body experience that wasn't really happening. Bloody typical, isn't it? You know, we don't score those sort of goals, do we? I issued a three-word statement that started with four and ended in sake. <laughs> Goodness, the flip saying. <laughs> I philosophically thought, well, it's only a game, is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was deflating, but there was there was something about there was something about the way they started to come back where I just. Even when Dembele had scored and they started to come back, I was never, I don't know, I was, there's something about it being Appleton as well. I thought he's got, he's going to, the, the narrative is just such that he is going to pull this off and we are going to concede. Anyone think that we're going to get a winner? I did. There was only going to be one winner after that, even, even though it was late on, um, it wasn't going to be us, unfortunately, despite the good work that we've done beforehand. But, uh, you know, like we say, it's, it's a great point away from home. And let's hope that after the 5-2 midweek as well, it just gives a bit more confidence and and we get the right selection and motivation and everything else because we know that the manager of Stevenage will not bring anything else but motivation to Bloomfield Road on, on Saturday. Is it? And a big sack full of pies. Yeah. <laughs> 
you just can't give the 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 chance, can you? And and two nil, we just give them now. Give them absolutely now, and that's that's what you got to do. And um, and then you can't give them that for it's that first goal that that did it. For you know, after that, you know, we're out of it, weren't we? It is weird though, isn't it? That had had we been had we been the comeback team, we'd probably going, What a great comeback, great game. It's just bizarre the way that you see the same results as Yeah, but felt like a defeat, didn't it? I I know I know that we shouldn't give games away and I know that that but had we come back into the game, we wouldn't be going, Well, I mean, they let us back into the end, we'd be going and we fought our way back in and what great character. It is weird the way you view it. You know, one more yeah. two two draw, it can be a great triumph or a terrible disaster. It's well, to them, it's a point gained, and to us, it's yeah. two lost. Yeah, and that's oh, from, from now thirty it's... minutes to go, whatever it was, absolutely mm. is. Yeah, and, and what we haven't talked about is that carry header. Is that free header? Right near the end. Yeah. That was Casey, yeah. wasn't it? Casey, Casey, Casey. 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 Sorry, sorry, Casey. Although, although Carey had that. One over the bar as well, where he should have hit the target at least. It was um, unbalanced, but we you know. <laughs> it, I can see Matt if it, if it went across him and and he, he's got to open up, and it, it is difficult. It is a difficult skill that with the ball coming across you like that. And Nine times out of ten on Common Edge Road. What <laughs> <laughs> into the next field? And yeah, it wouldn't, just, the dark. Yeah. it wouldn't be from me, but the um, but. No, that Casey had a, you know, just straight at the keeper on it. Just yeah, it, was, it wasn't yard either yard either side, and you know, and, but it, it was just uh, it's so frustrating. That first goal was a killer for me. We are only four points off the playoffs, though, with um, a game in hand, or a couple of them. So all is not lost. And we're sixth in XG tables. Oh, so, you know, Sean. Yeah. Sean sent you that, did he? No, no, I looked it up because you were banging on about stats before. <laughs> Sean must piss himself when we start talking about XG and stats and going on like like with like that's where the meaning lies after almost every party was on. Our merciless teardowns of his love of stats and data. <laughs> I think. I think the frustrate frustration to thing for me looking at the league table <laughs> looking at you know I said all along during pre-season I thought Oxford had had a good uh, a good window really the time Rodriguez and things like that and players like uh, they've got Thornley haven't they in mm. um, I thought they'd had a really good window and then they started off badly uh, and now they've come good um, but you know, I'm not being funny, really. We should be looking higher than four points off the playoffs, shouldn't we? <clears throat> we should be looking top end of the playoffs, I would think. We should well, be. It is still only October, and philosophically, Correct. to look at things, you just think, if we can get things to go in, if we can play to our capabilities, you know... We really should only be going in one direction, and uh, I do think, yeah, there might be looking at the table. There's, there's obviously a couple of teams that seem to be flying at the moment, but there's absolutely nothing really 
uh, to fear from well from from any of them quite frankly but yeah we 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 need to get it together um before we do sort of get into mid-table obscurity um but we've got a tough couple of games coming up haven't we and that could be maybe the the start of things or we could just be moaning like hell in the next fortnight who knows we've got stevenage coming up next to her in fourth position as you can see there on 21 points we're on 16 we've obviously beaten Liverpool under 21s in the week I don't think you can read a lot into that game to be honest so we won't really talk about that much but let's move on to we can read the fact that we've got the greatest centre forward on the planet go on then let's talk a bit about it then we have to briefly talk about that hat trick I mean he was ridiculous and he didn't even look like he was trying to score any of the goals he just just like just like he was so easy for him didn't even bother celebrating after a few And there was a bit of shithousery from him in that game. Everything looks so good with him. Like, he, he was putting himself about and being a bit naughty as well, which was good to see. I mean, how 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 do you just, like... When we signed him, nobody, everyone just shrugged. Do you remember the pod after... It was when we were all moaning about signing Jordan Rhodes, ironically, and going, oh, we've signed a clapped-out has-been... What have we done that for? <laughs> and I said something like, I quite like the sound of this lad from Sutton, although I, I doubt we'll see him for about three years knowing Critch. And we we're all kind of, well, there's no point even talking about him, is it? And then moved on. And yet he's just, he's brilliant. He just, uh, the, 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 you know, I know it's only Liverpool under 21s and I know the kids, but that's millions of pounds worth of kids. Millions of pounds worth of kids. They sell their kids out their academy for sometimes 10, 15, 20 million. And they haven't even played for the first team. And he just made them look absolutely dire. And if you can be bothered, go and find that side angle of his, of his third goal. Watch it on Twitter. Full screen the video and put it on 0.25 speed and watch what he does with his feet. It's, it's absurd. The way he... The way he moves the ball through those two players is sublime. Yeah, I think he's another player like Thompson we mentioned earlier. He can only do so much and scoring a hat-trick in 45 minutes. You know, he's banging on the door, isn't he? You know, we'll wait to see what happens at 2 o'clock on Saturday, but you can't ask for anything more from him, can you, from, you know, uh, a, a point of view of, Listen, you've dropped me a couple of games and we haven't got many points. Now get me back in. I'll just score a hat trick and I'll see what I can do against Stevenage. And yeah, I think we all want him in. Um, and, and let's hope that uh, he can carry on because he, he must be absolutely loving life at the moment. You know, he's he's come from a side that got relegated last year and, you know, he's he's scored five, five, six, what, four, whatever he scored, four or five goals for us in, in next to no time. And you know, he he just he does look a bit of a an uncut diamond, doesn't he? And maybe we can polish him up, you know. And this is this is the sort of thing that our club is allegedly sort of trying to do. So give him some game time and let's see if he can, you know, do his business like he did against Reading and Liverpool. So 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 at three o'clock on Saturday when he's waving at us from the from the top of the south stand or the family stand corner. And just uh, as Critch has given him a rest after an extensive 45 minutes on, 
Yeah. And then on to yeah, we know, we know. We, we all want him in. We all want him in, don't we? That's He's definitely not going in, Andy. If we want him in, he ain't going in. The fact the fact of the matter is, for my final stat attack, the fact of the matter is, in all the time he's been on the pitch, we've scored 10 goals and we've conceded two. So, you know, we're, we're clearly we're clearly an effective side with him on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And the and the line's getting on the score sheet as well, which is uh, yeah. good to see. Yeah, it's great. good to see him back. Yeah. So, another absolutely. Because he was just going back, wasn't he? And he got that. He got that head injury in the reserve game against Preston, just on half time in the reserve game, and I mean, and and all he was doing there was racing in from the right hand side. We got a cross going over, and he jumped high to to get above the centre half, and the centre half got up, and they clashed heads. And I mean, he was showing a great desire to score, um, and just clashed heads, and he, he ended up coming off worse and. Um, that so that put him out of the next Saturday, I suppose, and and then um, you know, hope hopefully now he's back and uh, off and running again because he Lions is a is a real asset to us. I think we've got Gabriel to come back in the same position as well. We have. We've got CJ, the world's best wing back. Gabriel, yep. Lyons, and Tomo, we've all just bigged up. Fabled Kyle Joseph to come back as well at some point. Back on the grass, apparently. Yeah. Yep, Kwasi has to start against Stevenage. And let's move on to, to that game now. Quick chat about that before we go. The fact that we're even playing Stevenage pisses me off, to be frank. <laughs> And they're ahead of us in the league. I just I just assume Graham Wesley's there. He's not, but I, I know what you mean. I know what you so, mean. Yeah. <laughs> Steve oh, Evans is there now, though, isn't he? Steve Evans. Yeah, we I mean that's the same same difference, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a fat Graham Wesley. Fat Scottish Graham Wesley. Same, same mould, isn't he? That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I was doing my research earlier, John, reading the uh, Stevenage Comet. You do, and, <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he's he's likened our. Um, I'm just reading it to the left here. He's likened the game uh, to Blackpool as I've got the team. We've got to think like Muhammad Ali, um, where basically uh, Muhammad Ali got got done by. Uh, oh, let me have a look, George Formburn. And then you know he talks about bees and stinging, and he gets he gets it all a bit confused, <laughs> even more even more confusing when he says, "Do you have better players in the building than C.J. Hamilton?" So, wow. you know, <laughs> he's, he, he talks us all pretty well actually, and uh, it was interesting that he, he mentioned about Neil Critchley speaking to him, obviously in his early days as our manager first time round, and Evans was at Gillingham, and anybody remembers that. They gave us a right lesson in shit's housery at their place. Yes, uh, I and that. I think Critchley learned a lot from that. And equally, Evans has seemingly learned a lot from Critchley, so they seemingly get on really well together. So it'll be an interesting dynamic on on Saturday because I only imagine that we're going to come across. And I've never seen anything of Steve Lee other than what you get on the highlights package. But I only imagine they're going to be a typical Steve Evans. Everyone's six foot five from the goalkeeper to the left winger. 
and they're just going to be big, strong, fast, hard, and it's just going to be quite a quite a battle for us, really. So um, I'm sort of looking forward to it because it will be a bit. I think it'll be not necessarily blood and thunder or anything, but I think it'll be a good, a good, serious test of of where we are, I guess, really against these sort of teams, and maybe we've learned a little bit ourselves over the last couple of poorish performances to pull our socks up and. Yeah, we're not going to get an easy ride on Saturday, that's for sure. So we've not got a cage fight in, cage in, in the corner or anything like that? We don't want... Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Critch and Steve Evans as a some kind of weird end of the pier duo. Left one large. Did he be like ventriloquist dummy on Steve Evans? Laura the Hardy. Like, let, let's we 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 we're in a battle, aren't we, on Saturday? And, and yeah, for sure. I mean, if you take if you take the next three games, we've got these at home, and then Oxford away, I think, and then yeah. Cheltenham at home on the two, Tuesday night again. Yeah, uh, Tuesday night we're. Um, I think the last time we played Cheltenham at home on the Tuesday night, it was a five nil win. Surely that hoodoo. The Tuesday hoodoo will end against Cheltenham, although they scored their first goal of the season, I noticed. Quick sweep. Which is good, because if they'd have come with no goals against us, you know what would have happened. It'd have been a hat trick as well, would it? One, I'm sure one Tuesday night we beat them 5 0, and their fans were in the Gene Kelly, and it absolutely yes, lashed you. I remember that. And they moved, and they moved the. Felt sorry for them, didn't they? Spectators, yeah. Let them in the, the West. Gene Kelly and put them in the West, yeah. I remember that. That's right. There's there no South Stand at all, was there? It was like that's a, right, that's right, a yeah. biblical storm. Yeah, I actually felt sorry for them, and yeah, they did the right thing. I'm sitting there. It's about thirty-two of them. Yeah, I remember. That. Stick, stick in the, and so so we have got form for beating Cheltenham on Tuesday night. So. What should we not play in Cheltenham? Are we? We're playing. No, we're playing no, Stevenage. No. Steve, Stevenage um, is going to be a tough game, isn't it? Are we picking the team or not? Yeah, go on then. Let's pick our team. Remember, let's bang it up. Well, Rit- Tim's written this app and I never use it, so let's get going. You're all right. Tim's not here. He never gets it's our team, so. I have to tell him again and again. <laughs> it's not Critchley's team, it's our team. Right, formation. Grimmy and Kowasi. Oh, no, formation. Um, well, it. <laughs> Yeah, so can't, put, can't put Kowasi in goal just to get him in, Matt. <laughs> oh, I reckon he did a good job. Goalkeeper, did uh, did anyone see that Stuart Moore stat that I sent out on yeah. our WhatsApp group? Are you going to use this as justification for picking Mackenzie Chapman? <laughs> it won't be Rich O'Donnell after he batted one out to the Liverpool no, centre forward in that game. Won't be him. <clears throat> but yeah. Big up Stuart Moore, best keeper in D2 at the moment. League 2. Yes, well, plus 3.71, isn't he? In, yeah. in, in outperforming his expected saves or something. And he's a good bloke. He's a good bloke, Stuart. He's a good He's a good guy. Right, so we're going to expect a battle here. As uh, Harry Wake has just said, there you go, Harry. There's one of your comments up. A bit upset before about me reading Tim's out. There you go. Um, yeah, Harry, as Harry says, it's going to be a battle. Mm. What formation do we pick to fight um, a battle? Do we go almost, at them or do we match them like for like? I almost think we have to play a variation of three five two because 
uh, or five three two because we've shown no sign of doing anything else ever. Mm-hmm. I know it's our team, but I think were we to go in the dressing room and go right, we're playing four one four one or something, I think the players would rightly go, well, we haven't, we have, you know, we've got some shape, but I want to see an attacking version of that. I want to see us, I want to see us get at them from the off and and not and and not sort of spend 40 minutes just standing off them because they'll be quite happy with that so i'd say it'd be more of a 352 yeah yeah or okay 532 with wing backs you know let's just get grimmy in for a kick off then shall we that's a that's a given yeah well, we could pick grimmy hobby get the player of the year in yeah Grimmy will be KC. They pick themselves unless um, we go in, unless we bring Marv back because they because they're a set of units. Casey was a bit I'm Casey not... was a bit shaky last game as well. He yeah. contributed to their goal and missed that really good chance. I'm making the uh, I'm making the presumption that that Stephen is have got eleven six foot five players. I might be completely wrong, and that all full of. <laughs> Little Dembele types. He might have completely so, changed his ways in the last couple of years. He might have had yeah, an epiphany. You never know. You never know. Dembele, Pervader, and all that. <laughs> all like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think it will be the same uh, back three on Saturday. So that'll be Casey and Pennington, I think. Yeah. And I, I, I think. I think if you bring Marvin, you slow the game down. Yeah. If you bring, if you play Casey, you weaken slightly your back line. But I want us going at them, so I want us getting out from the back quickly. Yeah, we might concede a goal, but let's try and score five. Okay, let's pick our wing backs then. This will be the most interesting. Uh, um, area. There's no, no better player in the building than CJ Hamilton, is there? As Steve Evans said. So. <laughs> It's not the first time I've seen someone say he's our best player from the end of it. Weird. I read somewhere, so I can't remember who it was. It might have been that, oh, I, I really don't like him, that Bolton blogger that's... That, like, Thogden. Thogden. That's him. Oshkid the blogs on, blogs on Bolton. I think he said CJ Hamilton is easily the best winger in League One. Was that okay? Hmm? Andy well, Lyons. I don't think because he's pace, you know. Yeah. That's it. What about Andy Lyons on the right, CJ on the left? That's exactly what I was just going to say. If we're picking our team... Or well, yes, it's our team. Yeah. Trichler's team. I'm, I'm how do you drop, how do you drop Thompson? There you go. How do you drop Thompson? How? Um, I, I, click this, I click this button where CJ Hamilton is, and then I drag his shirt, and I drop him in there. That's how I do it. So you play him on the left? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Matt, I wasn't doing Lyons on the right. No, so that's what I want. Lions on the right. That's what I want. I want Lions in. He's just he's more of an attacking threat in his natural position. He got a bit. He was a bit lost on the on the left. Well, anyway, that's why I'm. I'm not saying that's ours. That's why I pick. Um, I don't object to playing Lions if we think he's if we think he's fully fit. I've got to see he's played one. LDV game or whatever it's called now. Pizza Cup game in in quite a while that would be on my question if he's fit yeah let's play it and I agree with Matt we are a bit harsh on Tomo but but I think it'd be very harsh on CJ to drop him to be honest oh yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I think CJ's almost one of the first names on the team sheet yeah respective formations these days although you know 
I'm not against Thompson being in because I've rated him this season. So there is a, a debate to be had here, really. You, you've got to look at the top, what you get from each player. And I think Lyons, he delivers a nice ball. He works out down the flank. He's very good at that that sort of far post late run header. He's good at shooting from outside the box. I think you probably, if you if you turn the players into their like FIFA numbers or stats on Football Manager, Lions would be above Thompson, would he? Bob Stinger's just said Lions has been ineffective this season. Mm. Uh, an element of truth in that, Bob. Yeah, it's not. It's mm-hmm. not. not Can, maybe Bob, you have to think about things that are going on in his head. Yeah, and um, if if. His dad's been as ill as he had, and and since obviously passed. Um, I I think he's got every reason to to uh, have his mind not on the job. If you if you if you get what I mean, mm. as a young lad, you know, in a different right. country and everything as well. It's it's how many how often has he been able to get back and all that kind of stuff? We don't know, do we? So it might be he's, good for him to play this game as well. You know, well, I, mean, I, I think you know. I, I, I'm not pretending to know to comment on what stage of grief Andy Lyons is at, but he's obviously been, you know, he's been through. He's been through. It's times past. He's come back, got injured, come back again, and he's got that goal. And I agree, it might be good now for him to sort of deep breath and kick on with the with the rest of it. I mean, you know, I, you know I'm not pretending to to be. To give him life advice, but it, it might work out like that. Mm. I don't disagree with Bob. He hasn't been great this year, but I still think his his ultimate potential is high. And you've, mm. you've got you've got to play your players of potential like that. You've got to play them and 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 hope that they realise the potential. Okay, so I think we're in agreement there. Andy Lyons, right wing back. CJ Hamilton, left wing back. Let's move on to the, the midfield. I think. Yeah, the prison officer in. Norburn's in there straight away, isn't he? Yeah. Where is he on list? We need a performance from him, don't we? I think he's fallen away a little bit over the last couple of games. Maybe he's sort of a victim of not having somebody next to him that he trusts. I'm not quite sure if he knows what his position really is. He's he's just got to pull everybody up by the bootstraps and I think he's just getting a little bit frustrated you know with with certain things I can sort of see on the pitch he's getting a little bit edgy and uh, he's still a class act but I think the last few weeks I don't think we've seen the best of him to be honest I don't know if I'd have him as captain if it, if it was my choice. I think I'd have Jimbo as captain if I was if I was picking a captain on that side because no, like you say Norburn seems to get ratty but he also doesn't seem to quite—I don't know—the way that Keos used to sometimes pull the players in and talk to. I know Keo wasn't the skipper, but he effectively was when he really he pulled the players in and he talked to them, and it and Norman just seems to get really cross, mm-hmm. and kind of he's quite—he's almost like <laughs> angry and boiling up. And I'm not sure that's exactly what we need from the captain, but. Mm. I think that's what I mean. He just yeah, all the stuff that's happened this season. I think yeah. behind him, I think I'd be annoyed to be fair. Yeah, but, I think he's. But, but I, I do see what you're saying. You need yeah. a calmer head. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not saying he's wrong to be cross, and I actually quite like Norman. I seem to seem to keep making out that I don't like him. I actually quite like him as a player, but I think I think it's fans like the player getting angry because it's it's the embodiment of what you're feeling. But actually, what the team probably needs sometimes is is that bit of direction and that bit of you know constructive pointing. Do this, do that, and. Right. Okay, that's gone wrong. Get here. Don't do that again. Go over there. And and I felt like somebody like Keo was very very good at that. And mm. not. I I don't know. I'm not on the pitch. I'm not. He might be talking them through the game. I, I, but it's just my feeling. Mm. Is it Norburn or Dougal mm. or Norburn and Dougal? No, I'd play both. both. I think both. I think Diggs has been quite good. I think Dougal's yeah, been a Dougal. He's been yeah. a standout performer over the last two, two or three games. Dougal. Yeah, particularly since I think what the, quite relative recently, I said I can't really see a future for Kenny Dougal or Blackpool. He's been good pretty much since that game. So you know. There's been a lot of what you've been saying. They've been doing the opposite of these players. So I think uh, well, keep it up, Mitch. I, I, keep it up. I, I did say I did pick the. A, I did pick that um, Kowasi wasn't five foot seven, and that I thought it was quite an interesting signing in my defence. So, you know, CJ's been sticking it. To, wrong, CJ's but... been sticking it to Tim as well with some of his performances. Well, CJ's been sticking to all of us, and I think if 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 these two wing backs are going to bomb on for being at home, if they're bombing on, then you have to have. Uh, yeah, do and uh, yeah. and Norburn. It's just the the next one is the like this is going to define the the team almost because it's it's whether you have the man sitting behind. Uh, do you play a Dembele in behind him? Do you play Carey because he'd done okay apart from his um, his finishing, but he's getting into positions. Um, do you go back to weird? You, you know, there's endless possibilities. If we could move that, if we could move Kenny in, in this diagram, I know it's five in a line, but we stick in Kenny and Norburn's lot slightly in front of the back three, and then moving that number nine shirt. The next one's the next the the the, the, the front two support, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I think I think he'll play Carey. Um, full stop. I just I, I can't see. He's almost for some reason, um, almost a shoo-in. Uh I say for some reason. I don't mean disrespectfully, but he's just he just seems to do enough, doesn't he? You know, he did enough for the Charlton game. He did enough against Derby, possibly or whatever. Um, and I, I think he, I do want him to score goals. I do want him to do, you know, get these stats converted into into goals and creativity and all the rest of it. But I do also think that he's probably the better option just about at the moment, um, possibly. Um, I want to see a bit more of Weir. I just think there's so you know we haven't seen enough of him, and it's different. It's difficult at the moment because I just don't think the midfield is just balanced right. I just the problem Weir's got, Matt, is that he committed the cardinal sin in the world of Critch if he was a bit careless with the ball for a couple of games. Well, Role. There's there's that in there, and and that's where the Dembele thing. You know, he could easily yeah. play in that position as well. But like you said earlier on, you know, he gives the ball away. But is that a luxury? Is that something you have to sort of put up with? I don't know. It, it's a, it's a funny position in the in this particular midfield, isn't it? Isn't it odd that um, we're probably sat here going, "Oh, I wish my virtue was fit," because 
that 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 time when Dougal Norbert and Virtue played together. Yeah, yeah. Weren't they great? And then yeah, yeah. surprise Virtue blows up again. You know? It's weird. Yeah, it's it's a funny one, isn't it? I just uh, yeah, I, we just haven't got that right connection yet. And uh, like I said, we might have only been fortunate at the moment to have fallen across it against Reading, and and that's it. And um, we're we're typically having another conversation about a plane being out injured. Okay, Antonio yeah. Simeone. Sorry, sorry, guys, just to interrupt. Has just put what I was thinking. There is always Oakley Boo. Say that he really stood yeah. out to me in that game against Liverpool. Probably won't be fit though, will he? And I think Booth, I think Booth isn't really the. He's not the advanced midfielder. I think he's. I think. I think to be from what I've seen of Booth, I think you'd probably pay if you if you drop Dougal, Oakley Booth might be a good fit there for sort of that kind of part ball carrying, part tackling kind of midfield. I don't think he'd be in the sort of creator role. But I Dembele in there then. Do you, do you know if if you were to pick a player from the almost from the past or whatever that 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 needed the up and down midfielder is Southern. Someone right. who'll will get up and down the pitch but will be a support for the um for the front two and come in late. I think more of a GTF personally. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Maybe. You know. but. but anyway. Right, who are we all picking then? We need to yeah, knock this on the head. I'm picking, I'm picking Sonny. Matt? I think, I th- I, think it, I would have preferred yeah. if we could find Dembele a place, but I think it will be Carey. Well, who do you want, Matt? Who do I want? Yep, this is our team, uh, remember. I know, but I'm going to get out voted probably. But I'll have Dembele in. Well, Dembele is getting my vote as well, so casting vote to you, Andy. Uh, I'll, I'll go Carey with Dembele. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Because <laughs> I honestly think in this what game, in this game, in this game, you're going to need it. You're going to need to be have more of a presence for for an hour against these. It's it's when the game opens up. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think Andy's convinced me there. Actually, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Did we say we're or carry? I'm just going to carry the wheel. Carry on joining the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jordan Rose straight in. And he goes. Yeah. And Jake, Jake Beasley. Noel. Jake Beasley, obviously. Oh, there's a null value yeah. in my heart. Yeah. <gasps> there's no party here. There's no party oh, going on what? this podcast without the. If you talk Kowassian, does his number come on? There's an error in my JSON. We won't well. have to dig into that. You will. As the nun said to the vicar. <laughs> no, Kwasi, no party. It's got to be Kwasi, hasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. We just need to put his name on every position. In fact, is he even in this list? There he is. There he is. Yeah, he's there. He's there. Absolutely. Right. Wait till Steve Evans is saying after the game, there's no <laughs> finer striker in this league than Kwasi. That's right. I quite like the look of that. Do you know we might even get this right? Yeah, I think Tom. I think Tom Old. I think it'll be Tom Old on the left. I think it'll be CJ on the right. I think that'll be his team. There, there. Dale's got down as well, hasn't he? Going back in. Yeah. If he's, if he's, if he's, if he's, if he's, if he's yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think he'll want to play. He'll, he'll want Dale to have some time. Uh, I'll screenshot that. Send it out to Twitter. Have to get a load of shit for that. <laughs> some some pedant will pick out the null, but oh well, can't be arse fixing that now. Right, just before we go then, as ever, let's do um, match predictions. Um, let's do the the fun segment that we did last time. Let's do the match prediction with Critchley's team and our team. Mr. Mitch, you can go first. Okay, uh, if Critchley picks one of his uh, Critchley specials, I'm quite concerned that we will lose 2-1. With our team, it will be 4-1. It was, obviously. Mr. Smith. It will be Sonny Carey. Mr. Smith, the one uh, that isn't a broken down wreck on a bed yeah, full of painkillers and uh, twisted oh, muscles and backs. And, and... I'm just, just, re- just about recovered from COVID, Mark 4, or whatever it's been this time. Bloody hell. Um, Get your comments right. in, everybody who's on the stream, by the way. Um, let's have a look at your predictions after Matt. Go on, Matt. I think it will be a, a close affair, so I think uh, it could well be nil-nil, or we might squeeze a one-nil. I don't think there'll be. I don't think it'll be a goal fest. I hope I'm wrong. Andy, the heart says a five-one win. <laughs> and the head says a 1-0 defeat <laughs> and I hope to death I, I hope and hope and hope that my heart is the uh, overriding factor so a few of the comments Tim said 1-0 defeat Jacko 1-0 Phil Hornby 3-0 to Blackpool Antonio 2-0 Ray 2-0 I think Critchley will have got wise to Steve Evans now. Um, very, very limited in their approach to football, and I'm quite confident that he'll. Well, we battered Julian in mid last time yeah. we played because yeah, they did school us, but then when they came back to Bloomfield, we absolutely wiped the floor with him. It was, that was one of the best Critchley performances we've ever had. We were brilliant that day. So hopefully, he's learned his lesson and. And on that basis, I'm going to go for a 3-1 victory for our team and a 2-0 victory for his. We need a win, don't we? We need really yes. need yeah. Win yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got a, we've got tough games coming up, this one included, of course. So, yeah, we've got to win our own games, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think you've got to look at Oxford and you, you, obviously you, you always want to win, but we go into the, I think they're second, aren't they? You know, you can't point will do there, but you've got to look at the, the Stevenage and Shelton games, and you know, six points, seven points from nine will do. So, if we a, a nil nil or a one one, and him going, oh, it was a hard fought game, and you know, there, there's no easy game. Can't can't keep doing that ad infinitum. That was Tim esque, wasn't it? Ad infinitum. <laughs> Bit of Latin to end the day. <laughs> oh, I could press the, press the outro music, get that going there. Yeah. Bit of Latin to end this podcast. Um, just say thanks to the gents for coming on this evening. Pleasure, as always, on a on a Thursday. 
If you um, have enjoyed the show, you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do leave us a good rating and a review. Helps us get exposure on there. Um, and if you are watching this on YouTube, smash the like button or whatever they say. Uh, subscribe on all that bollocks. And yeah, all thanks. All Rose said is thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for downloading and up the pool. Up the pool. Come on, the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs, our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing, so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh, we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a Big see you later thanks for listening away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.